Welcome, everyone, to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torn. Yo. We got a great show for everyone this week. This week, we're talking about our favorite albums of all time. Switching it up a little bit this week because uh, The Flash sucked. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Well, it kind of... Whatever. Uh, We also have the news of the week. So if you want to jump around between any of the stories or just straight to the topic, you can go ahead and do so. And uh, with that, let's get right into the news. So Harley Quinn season four premieres July 27th on HBO Max. So super excited about that. I love that show. And July 27th is really, really soon. Max, HBO Max seems to be doing like a big adult animation push, which I think is great. And a lot of the shows that they're bringing to the service seems really, really interesting. They're also bringing in uh, Fiona and Cake, you know, the the Adventure Time spinoff thing, the gender bent thing. And they're classic. They're classifying it as adult animation, which is awesome. And there was a little thing that said uh, that it is more adult oriented compared to, you know, Adventure Time. So. I'm excited. <laughs> excited for the future of adult animation. It's going to be great. Uh, this is according to The Wrap. Marvel Studios will skip Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con this year. So, rest in peace. Not really a surprise considering the writer strike and stuff like that. So, that's unfortunate. But, it's we don't know uh, whether or not Warner Brothers or DC is going to have a panel. And honestly, I really think they should because I think... After the blunder that is the Flash, as much as you know, we don't hate it. <laughs> as much as, as much as we don't hate it, it's not doing well at the box office at all. It just broke two hundred million worldwide, which is yeah, abysmally it's, low. It's pretty bad. Seventy five percent drop. It's I think it's the lowest lowest. I forgot if it's the I forgot if it's the biggest drop or the or one of the lowest gross. Uh, I think, first I think week crosses in DC history. I don't remember, but I think it has the biggest, the biggest drop. It's like seventy five percent. Yeah, seventy five percent drop. Oh, That's fucking nuts. Horrible, terrible. And I feel bad because even though I was, I did, I was a little bit harsh on it, but I also felt it was justified. <laughs> but at the same time, I think it's, I think it's worth seeing. You yeah, know? I, I, I feel like the movie's like fun, and yeah. it's like you know, it does have. Like, like, um, like you said, like you know, last time, if all if it was on the podcast or like your letterbox review, it has some really great highs, but it has some really great, like not great, but like really bad lows as well. Yeah, I, I, but yeah, I think it's worth the watch. And if you hate it, I think it's one of those movies where you, it's like fun to laugh at, you know, at least. Yeah, and then like you know, you can at least walk out of the movie saying like you know hey like you know some stuff was cool and some stuff, was, had some really, stuff was abysmal yeah really shit so uh, <laughs> yeah uh, you know they probably shot themselves in the foot with all the best superhero movie ever made stuff <laughs> yeah and like also like Flash had like really shit timing coming out after Across the Spider-Verse Across the so. Spider-Verse Ezra there's so many things going against this movie but even then I'm still surprised with how bad it's doing at the box office because it's the Flash, and it has two Batman in it. Two Batman. People were like expecting to see, uh, su- you know, like Supergirl. Um, but e- but even then, like I told Peyton this, and it's something that's been floating around on social media for a little bit. 
is that DC fans will exist online. They, 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 you know, they don't go see movies. They'd rather just sit at home. So yeah, and I told Torn they're the <laughs> they're literally the opposite of MCU fans. <laughs> They'll be like, N- d- the reviews don't matter. We're we're gonna see it anyway, and then they don't see it. And MCU fans are like, this is the worst thing ever. And then they go see it opening night, <laughs> and it still makes money regardless. But yeah, right. my point was that this is a perfect opportunity to go to San Diego Comic Con and essentially be the only thing in the news. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, they could bring, like, maybe if, like, Superman is cast by then, they could, they could, they could bring that out. They could, they could essentially be like, and, and clarify, like, hey, this is, this, this, like, this, like, we're done with all the past stuff. This is where we're headed. And technically they already did, already did that, but they could, they could, they could really, really, just let it be clear that it's a reset. Yeah. Torn. What's up? I have devastating news. What? I have awful, awful news, and I'm really sorry to... Uh, yeah, I, I apologize to bringing the mood down. I really don't mean to, but, you know, we're going to get into our favorite it, albums, but... um, Is it is it about the Batman Beyond thing? No. Um, we knew that wasn't happening, let's be honest. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to see it too, but it is what it is. But no, I, I honestly, it's worse than that. What's up? Um. Oh man, this is difficult. Okay. Um. <clears throat> the El Muerto movie is no no longer has a release date and has uh, been delayed indefinitely. Oh my god, dude! And what's even worse is Bad Bunny has left the project. Oh man, dude, I, that's that's rough. It's uh, I I really wanted to see a D tier list Spider Man superhero movie. Like I know, man, I really with, wanted to see the most basic by the numbers plot I've ever seen in a movie with the most vague reference to Spider Man to get to get fans who have no idea what's going on's hopes up. Like, <laughs> and I don't know. I really wanted to see Bad Bunny, and like you know, I I really like him as a celebrity yeah like i thought i really thought he could be a leading man like he was in bullet train remember his role in bullet train he was basically the star i know right and now he's out and it's delayed (laughs) i was so excited for this man i i just uh... this is so fucking tragic i'm just i don't understand by that i mean we won El Muerto is done for now. It's yeah. just delayed indefinitely, and they're gonna they they do plan to recast. So I mean, technically, I it's not way, off the table. But I think it'll be way better if it wasn't like if it wasn't marketed as a Spider-Man movie. If it was like oh El Muerto and it was like a luchador wrestling story, I think I would like it a lot more. I guess, but then just call it fucking something else. Why does it have to be based on some shit? Right. Yeah. I, whatever. Whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> good news. <laughs> uh, but uh, then, last piece of news: we have the Craven the Animal Lover trailer, and it um, is painfully generic. It looks so bad, in my opinion. And I'm going. I can't tell if it's memes or not, but I'm like going under the the comments to the trailer, and people are like, and people are like, this looks great and shit like that. And I'm like, are we? Is this? Is it, am I missing something? Is this a is this a joke that I'm not that I'm not getting? Am, am I not picking up the sarcasm, or are people actually like this looks good? I can't tell. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. 
I mean, like, well, of course, you know, I'm probably going to see it still. Just to, like, you know, see, like, what, what what they could do with it. But overall, it's just, I mean, it just looks average. But, I mean, I, I don't know. It's really, it's really all I got for it. I didn't, I didn't hate the idea of Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven. You know, when, like, like initially when he was cast, I, I sort of had the same reaction uh, when... Robert Pattinson was cast as Batman. I was like, oh, really? And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, well, no, wait, that works. <laughs> um, but in the trailer, I was not sold at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I think his voice is too high-pitched. It reminded me of, like, when he was Quicksilver and he was like, you didn't see that coming? <laughs> I'm like, ah, this doesn't, this isn't working for me. I thought he was going to do, like, a Russian accent, you know, like Russell Crowe's doing, essentially. I was like, now that sounds like Craven. <laughs> and then Aaron Taylor Johnson's just like, I love animals. Look at me. I'm Craven the Hunter. And I'm just like, this is lame. The action looks okay, I guess. People are excited because he bit off that guy's nose and spit it at the screen. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. I don't think I saw the Red Band trailer. Yeah, the Red Band trailer, it does, it looks, it makes the movie look better, but not by much. Yeah. I mean,. We'll see. I mean, I'll always, I will see it in its entirety whenever yeah. it comes out. Still haven't seen Morbius. You I'll see this though because I'm curious. But Morbius, like Morbius, isn't that bad. Okay, like, bro. No, 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 no. I mean, like, no, like, it's bad. And it's something that could have been entirely different. But like, it, it, it's not like the worst like superhero movie. Like, it's not like the like worst of the worst that I've seen. Like I, f- I feel like what like redeems it by like a little bit for me is like its special effects. Because oh, I, I like, say Matt Smith. No, no, no. Matt Smith, I mean he's just funny, but like I feel bad for Matt Smith because like he's a great actor. He's fine. Because no one he's no a, one blames him for that. Yeah, no yeah, no one blames him. And like people of course they're just gonna give it shit because it's Sony with like a Morbius film and Jared Leto, and then, but like yeah, the, I think like like the van the the action's pretty fine. I love like I, I like what they did with like the like the the trail of uh, you know when they're yeah. like the the, the 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 trail looks cool. Yeah, Sony's always pretty consistent with their VFX. Yeah, so yeah, that, 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 that looks nice. Except Venom's tongue in the first movie. That still looked a little off, but that's that's whatever. Oh, yeah, I ain't focusing on that, dude. Um, but well, I am, and his toes. Um, <laughs> there's also that one scene in the fucking trailer where it's like, ooh, look at the spiders. Spider-Man? Uh? Uh? No, <laughs> this is never going to fucking happen. What are you doing if uh, a fucking the movie, it's spiders, man... I'm fucking losing my mind, bro. <laughs> Hell no. I will kill myself. <laughs> you like, yeah, you know, you're like, you're seeing the spiders and it's like, it's forming to like a man has like a mask on. Hell no. I mean, I was fine during the spider bit in the flash. So maybe I still don't know. Why I'm fine with that. That really didn't affect me. I don't know. But yeah, this movie's going to be shit. Or maybe it'll be a surprise hit. Who fucking knows, man? But it's going to be bad. (laughs) 
I can't. I don't trust Sony at all, man. I just can't. I can't trust Sony unless it's their animation division. But even then, can't they're like overworking people. I don't know anymore, can't bro. Wait for, can't wait for this movie to make $100 trillion. Jesus. I can't wait for Across the, or Beyond the Spider-Verse to get delayed to 2026. Yeah, no, like, no, yeah, like, one animator, like, came out and says, like, there is no way it's coming out next year. Yeah. And even Haley Steinfeld was like, I recorded no lines for that yet. (laughs) Yeah, it's also, but, but like, you know, like, the the voice line thing is, like, because I know, like, people, like, you know, including ourselves, were under the the impression that they were working on Across and Beyond at the the same same time. time. So it's, like... But but like but for Into the Spider Verse, they only the voice act. I mean, the cast only had two days of voice acting, so it's probably like Damn, really? yeah, yeah. So 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 like when, when people were like, oh, Haley Seinfeld hasn't recorded any lines, and I'm like, they probably just haven't even brought her in yet for all that because like it doesn't take that long like for them to do voice acting work. I thought, but don't. Well, I guess it would still be a later point in the process. Yeah. Like they usually animate to the voices. Yeah, so I'm so I'm sure so I'm sure like you know, if if it does get released in twenty twenty four, yeah, they're probably just gonna be like, Okay, yeah, let, let, let's bring let's bring y'all in so, so yeah, so you so you can have y'all like, record like a bunch of like lines and then like, and then like y'all like like y'all can just go. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate, but at the same time they need to take their time to stick this landing. Yeah, and like, you know, like unfortunately, yeah, they, you know, like unfortunately, they are getting like overworked. Um, but who isn't nowadays? Am I right? Yeah, yeah who, who is like, like when you're a VFX artist? Like I feel like that's like something that like you have to fully comprehend. Is that like and expect you shouldn't? But like, yeah, yeah, it, it's like it's something that it, it shouldn't be the norm. But unfortunately, it's gonna happen. Yeah, they should just suck it up. Honestly. I know, right? Like, you're in this business for a reason. Yeah, dude. just give like, us a product, bro. <laughs> just work harder. Who cares if you, you know, have a kid that you want to see? I don't care. Exactly. I want my superhero movies. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's the news of the week, uh, which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is our favorite albums of all time. Yeah. Start us off, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to call you a bitch. I apologize. This is in this is in no order, Bitch. but okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's gonna be the incredible cheese story by Logic. Hell, what? Well, oh wait, sorry, you said no particular order. Yeah, this is in no order for me. Okay, mine's kind of in an order. Yeah, okay. mine, of course, the incredible cheese story is like hell yeah. It is definitely top three Logic albums. I, I was gonna put under pressure, but there's some songs on under pressure that I skip. Like what? Um, uh, I don't like buried buried alive. You don't like buried alive? I skip um, no. never enough. Never enough. I don't think I listen to that one. I don't listen to that one enough. It's crazy. And we then, just lost half the listeners. They're like and logic. Like, and then uh, what else? Um. Yeah, on the deluxe, I don't really like Jeremy Daisy. I, I really wish that. But Gambino. I know, I know. I want Gambino and Logic to create another track that isn't Driving Miss Daisy. Wow. And there's an, there's something else that like 
there's another I think there's another song that uh, I don't that bounce? I don't really listen to. No, bounce grew on me. Say bounce grew on me too. Let's see. The, I'm looking at the deluxe right now. Because I used to like Never um, Enough and skip Bounce, but that flipped. Now I like Bounce and skip Never Enough. Yeah, it's just driving Miss Daisy and never uh, and like somewhat Never Enough and Buried Alive. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not really. So yeah, that's why I didn't put no, Under Pressure. But in the Incredible True Story is like no skips other than the skips, I guess. But no skips. It's literally no skips. Like. I can like the replay value is insane for that album, and like I think it's definitely like a little bit of a nostalgia thing. But but even then, like it, I truly feel like it's an album with logic at its at its best. Absolutely, yeah. That's my number two. Um, there probably is nostalgia in it. It's the first Logic album I was actually like there for, like on release. Um. And that was just a great time. Sonically, it's one of his best, easily top three. Um, and yeah, it's it's easily my favorite Logic album. Just he's, I think it's the album that I would recommend if you want to like listen to like his range as a rapper. Because mm-hmm. that album, he has a lot of different styles. He's not really just doing the same thing on every single track. Um, yeah. Although he doesn't, he doesn't really do that a lot anyway. But I think, I think the Incredible True Stories is is, is one of the better examples of it. And the whole space theme is incredible. And again, sonically, it, it's just a through line throughout. And you know, the skits or the scenes in between with you know the goat Steve Bloom, come on, <laughs> uh, it's just such a beautifully made album. And every song just hits, man. He's doing his thing. I can really tell that like before everybody like, like you know this was this was a really like this was like a passion project because like even like with like even with the story inside the album there was like an actual lore developed for the album as well yeah. which I really want like I know Logic's been like venturing into like film and TV but like the Incredible True Story as a show would probably be one of the best shows like ever it has a really good plot. Like, well, not only that, it's it's kind of become becoming true. Yeah, <laughs> there's so like, like it, one of the I forgot if it was promo or if it was just a little skit he was doing for the album, but um, there was there was a little news thing, and at the bottom, you know how, it's, how it like scrolls through like uh, like mm-hmm. miscellaneous news stories. It's like uh, it's like meats being like lab grown and shit, which is happening, you know, more prevalently now, and Russia's in a civil war, which is literally happening right now. Yeah. This is, this is fucking crazy <laughs> and like you know like yeah like you know because part part of the stories i like you know russia and china become like a superpower and like in like poisoning the u.s and shit like that and like you know you have like places in like you know so like, such, uh, such as flint michigan having like no water and shit it's just crazy like, yeah, it's insane. But yeah, dude, like, like, yeah, and, it's and then, so then uh, the human race like leaves Earth in 2065, I think. Yeah, uh, on, a, on a spaceship called Babel. Yeah. Space station called Babel. And then I forgot when the actual album takes place because that's when they leave Earth. But then like, there's not that many left by the album right by the when the album actually takes place. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I think I, the little I, the blue blurb I think is on the inside of my vinyl. I need to look at it. 
but yeah, it, it's it's so it's so creative. It's like the the songs like they they're they're just like amazing. The one that I like, do uh not skip, but I sort of sleep on because you know, I'm not immune to skits. So like when it's at the end, I'm just like skip, but like the title track, which is the final track on the album, I always forget how good that shit is. Yeah, like it, it's really good. Favorite song? Favorite song on uh, The Incredible Tree Story. Yeah. See, like, see, the thing is, like, for the longest time, it was, um, like, uh, Intermission, which it still is really, really good. Yeah. But I really, I really do like Stainless. Yes. Stainless is, is really, really good. Um, I really do like Paradise. Yes. <laughs> Never, never been, bro. As the, well. the the way my ears reverberate and I start to float in the air when it, when I forgot. I think it's paradise when it it starts. That shit goes crazy. This is amazing. And then like fucking um and like upgrade is really good too. Yeah, but like I can't really complain about like any. Of course, you know like. Like, like any song on the album city of stars like, is top five city of stars is really really good oh man it's just it's just incredible because yeah again shows off his range like 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 paradise is so like low and just not a downer song but it it, it and then stainless is like super quick city of stars is, is more of a singing track i am the greatest is more trap like young jesus is more hype yeah 90s style like come on this album's fucking amazing <laughs> it, it really is it really is fucking amazing dude oh, shit, I'm, probably, I'm definitely gonna listen to it after the podcast hell yeah or any of these really um yeah for sure my next one or my next one it's my first one uh, is I'm, it's it's it, i'm cheating a bit i am because i'm combining two eps into like one album <laughs> is it bobby tarantino no those are mixtapes Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. But like, yeah. So these are like two EPs by the same artist. They're sequels to each other. I got, I can see not a Bobby Tarantino, but no, uh, Brent One and Brent Two by Jeremy Zucker and Chelsea Cutler. Um, okay. These are just like not. I don't, don't want to say feel good because there's some like some sad shit on there, but <laughs> but these are just like there. There was a little bit of a phase there where I was really into like sh- strip back. Uh, I say a face. It's not like I don't like it anymore, but, <laughs> but like uh, I was listening to a lot of like stripped back, just like guitar, like acoustic guitar, piano and singing. And like that was it. Um, and Brent and Brent two by both of these artists really, um, filled that in for me. And I think all of them are, are really brilliant. I wish YouTube or copyright shit didn't exist. So I could like play little snippets of each of these, but it would, you know, get copyright yeah. claim. So pain. But you listen to these. I don't really. I don't think you listen to all of them. But you listen to a few of these songs on these. Yeah, I think I listen to them. Listen to a few. Yeah. So that's how I uh, I cheated a bit. But it's it's one of my favorites. I can. Torn and I are my our friends think we're crazy because we could just sort of like listen to whatever, and they listen to like playlists based on moods. But there's like. I can listen to like a really sad song and then a hype song and then like a fucking metal song. <laughs> yeah. 
it, like I, I I don't think I could really like do what they do. Like I I don't think if I'm like sad, I'm gonna like listen to like a playlist of like sad music. You know, I feel yeah. like it just doesn't it doesn't correlate with me and like it doesn't really make sense because like why would you continue to make yourself even like more sad? Yeah. So it's so, so like so so it's like whenever I listen to music, it's definitely like just like a mix of everything. But like I don't make like playlists of I mean I haven't made a playlist of like just you know everything like yet or like at least like i mean i do but like i haven't really updated it in like years whenever i like listen to music it's yeah generally just like anything it's like yep you know it's like film score or like you know rock or like you know pop music and chill rap it's just, R&B. Yeah, it's just, yeah it's just all it's just all over the place i'm listening so, to fucking the doom soundtrack and i skip and then it's la la land <laughs> yeah so yeah that was yours mine uh another one is dirt by alice and chains uh i don't know i've been i've been like in a really grunge mood lately when it comes you know when it comes to rock uh so at first i was listening to is the smashing pumpkins i mean the smashing, the smashing pumpkins aren't grunge they're like you know alternative mostly so then i was like you know you know i've heard some good things about alice and chains i've listened to facelift and Facebook was pretty solid. And I listened to Dirt, and my God, like, Dirt is so insane. Um, Like, Dirt, like, the, the the songs are just, like, they're so beautiful, yet yeah, they're so haunting. And that has to deal with um, Lane Staley's vocals and his vocal range, but also accompanied by his partner, um, Jerry Cantrell. Um and you know of course with lane saley he had a history of you know drug problems which induced which included like you know cocaine um heroin and all that stuff and so uh but the songs are just so well made because you know at the time uh in the 90s it was you know you had the bassist and then you had like you know the front man or the lead singer just one one guitar and then like the drums and i you know they evolved over the years so like the the late singer is also the uh the front man is also just like a rhythm guitarist but dirt just has like just some of the best like um melodies the best like some of the best like guitar the 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 guitar is amazing especially the bass as well and just overall like the production is some is like some of the best like I've ever heard from like a rock album. Um I think my favorite songs off of Dirt are Dumb Bones, Junkhead, Rain When I Die. And like but like just overall the, the entire album it just tells like a, a story, a tragic story of like, you know, somebody who knows that they're in a dark place and, you know, they could change it, but they can't, you know, I mean, they won't, they really won't change it because, you know, they're so comfortable and like being in that heavy state of like just, you know, being addicted to drugs. And that's like, you know, sad, but it's also what makes the album so great. So, yeah, it is very depressing, but also like some of the like most beautiful songwriting and um, musical composition that I've heard from a rock album. Yeah, I don't listen to that shit because it's like old man shit. So. Oh my god! 
No, but I haven't. I haven't listened to it. I mean, I've heard Alice in Chains, but I think I think like you would you would like um, Rooster. Like Rooster is like really good, and it's like it has like a nice uh, singing portion. And once the chorus hits, it fucking hits, dude. Cause man, like fucking Jerry Cantrell, dude. He's like he's a fucking he's like one of the best guitarists ever. And like like you know like of course you know rest in peace of like Lane Staley because he died in two thousand two. Hmm. Like Lane Staley was like considered by many to be like one of if not the greatest um like singer of like rock you know like like rock or even grunge because like his voice like dude, like his vocal range was just inc- it is like beyond incredible so yeah i definitely think you should give it a chance one day tell me did this um I feel like I feel like you haven't really talked about like rock like this until relatively recently. So is this a recent thing, or is, or have you? Yeah, like- it's so well. So the thing is, I like you know I was introduced to rock very young by my sister. Yeah. Um, you know, with with, with like the, uh, with Paramore, Hell um, yeah. Daughtry, Hell yeah, Lincoln Park, Hell The Killers, yeah. um, and even like a little bit of like Creed. Cause you know, like, well, I think Creed's mostly, mostly like around like YouTube. What so. about Nickelback? Nickelback? I'm not. I wasn't really like listening to Nickelback like that. Um. Yeah, I wasn't really listening to Nickelback. Evanescence. Evanescence. I was around when Evan, like, I was around listening to that with. Because of, because of, because of, you know, uh, when Daredevil. I was a kid, Daredevil 2003. <laughs> yeah. Daredevil 2003 was like one of my favorite movies. So, like, hearing Evanescence was like crazy too. But even then, like, yeah, my sister put me on a rock very young. But, like, I, a lot of it because, you know, like, I was listening to more hip hop. And that's what I mostly grew up with. So, and, you know, I've listened to, like, you know, bits and pieces of rock here and there with, like, you know, J Rock and, um, you know other bands like uh you know from my you know stuff from my day you know wwe because you know i would listen or i would watch wwe as a kid so like i was getting introduced to bands of like you know kill switch engage you know alter bridge like you know yeah those, those are like those are some of the rock bands that i was listening to as well and then yeah like recently you know i wasn't i was listening to the smashing pumpkins because i don't know what even got me to listen to the smashing pumpkins but I just started like listening to them, and then I started listening to Alice in Chains, and I'm like I've I've become very comfortable listening to Alice in Chains. I listen to them like every day, and then I started listening to like you know other bands like um, Helmet, like Queens of the Stone Age, and then like you know Soundgarden. Soundgarden's really good too. So yeah, it, it has it's amplified recently. I would say that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I sort of. I didn't have a similar trajectory, but I did sort of like fall out of it. And then I got really into it like almost 10 years ago now. <laughs> and then I, and then I fell out of it again. <laughs> I, well, yeah. I didn't, I just didn't necessarily fall out of it, but for rock for me, it always comes in waves. So I'm like, I'll get really into it and then I'm out and then I get yeah, really into sure. it and then I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's, Cool, Alice in Chains. Why is Alice in Chains? I don't know. 
poor Alice. Uh, my next one is the definition from John Bellion. Yes, the goat yes. himself, <laughs> the greatest of all time. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to say about some of these, man. The definition is just through and through, just fucking peak, like all of John Bellion's albums are. But you know, obviously, some got to be better than others. Uh, but the definition has some of my favorite songs by him human run wild and some of the most some of his most uh iconic songs uh run wild jungle an immigrant ooh luxury is probably might be his like second or third most famous song um it's it's just john bellion and i'll talk about this more uh because he's on the list again <laughs> but he he just has such a timeless sound and even you can go through each of his albums and it's clearly a very different era for each album. So like not it's like they're generally they're still pop. They're more like alternative pop ish. Um, any place with genres, but uh, they're clearly different phases like his first album, technically not an album, but his first album translations through speakers was sort of very light and it came out in like 20 I want to say 2011 or 2013 2012 yeah, I was and say, 2013 yeah, I was gonna say 2013 yeah it might be 2013 but it's it it's very 2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2013 2012-2
his mom's death. So like, and of course, you know, his mom's death like really affected Kanye. I'm not saying like, you know, that was like a cause of like what he said now, but like, you're just saying like in general, Kanye now is better. It's like different from what Kanye was back then. Funny enough, graduation released on 9-11-2007. So I don't know. Take what you, you know, take, take what you want with that. George Bush don't care about black people. <laughs> right. But overall, like, like graduation is like, it, it is like such a great album with like great hits, like, like stronger. I wonder Barry Bonds, drunken hot girls, like, and oh, like, dude, like, I, I, it's crazy on how much like that album, like influenced like my hip hop taste, but also like, it's such an influential, like album as well. So like, yeah, like yeah, like can't tell me nothing. Good life, good morning, champion, bro. Like, sh- flashing lights is on here, dude. Like, this shit is a ten out of ten, bro. Like, I swear to God. Yeah, when like, he talked dude. about how the Jews are evil, like that was really good. Oh my god, he said it, not me. So, but do you separate the art from the artist? Um. I sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It all it all really depends on like it really depends on the person and it really depends on like what they're involved in. I I do separate the art from the artist unless they come out with something new after the fact. So yeah, like like yeah. R. Kelly, like his music is fire. But then he came out with that album recently. I listen to that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not really like so like the whole R. Kelly thing is like, you know, it's it's kind of crazy because, you know, it's like people acknowledge that he did a bad thing. But it's, I'm just talking about like, you know, as as a black person in the black community, from what I've seen and experienced, they're all like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a it's a horrible thing he did. But they're still going to blast his music mm-hmm. and have like family functions. And then like some people are like, that was you know, whatever fucking R. Kelly's real name is, not R. Kelly. So it was technically two different people. And I'm like, bro, like, you, you're defending that shit. It's just going to make it worse. Like, just blasting music and shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you know, and the thing is, like, I don't listen to R. Kelly in my, in my free time. Like, I don't do that. And it's also one thing of, like, you know, another popular example is, like, you know, Ezra Miller like Ezra Miller, you know, like they're like, yeah, they're a piece of shit for for what they did. But like they're involved in the Flash and the Flash is like one of my favorite superheroes. So like it was kind of inevitable, inevitable that I was gonna watch it. Especially like also like it would suck for, you know, all the other people who were involved in the movie just to like not go see it for, you know, like yeah. Michael Keaton and like Supergirl and Ben, a- ben Affleck and all that stuff. So it, it's separating the art from the artist is like always going to be a tricky, tricky thing to talk about because like, you know, some people are still going to paint you out as a villain, even in, even if you're trying to enjoy like what that person did, despite of like all the things, you know, they, they've done or said. So it's always going to be like that tricky, tricky thing. Makes sense, and I agree. Uh, my next one is Transmissions by Starset. I'll talk about, uh, you know, 
rock phase uh, like a decade ago this is the peak <laughs> um transmissions from star set is like one of the first like albums outside of like the incredible true story which i talked about um that i really it's one of the first albums i really listened to in full to be honest and it was again coincidentally space themed <laughs> um really their whole vibe is sort of space stuff but it's just it's such great music it's 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 i think it's technically hard rock uh but to be honest like, like, like metal right it's there's rock in the album there's rock there's hard rock and there's a bit of metal core but mm-hmm. I would, they, they never really go full metal um okay. so again i think it's i think it's really great the space theme is present all throughout uh honestly probably even more so than the incredible Jew story it's i i fucking love it to death and even though to be honest with you their albums after this and i'm very much in the minority within the star set fan base everyone in the star set fan base fucking loves their second album and to be honest that's one of my least favorites from them <laughs> um, but uh and then so they so they sort of lost me there and then their third album came out and i really loved that and their most recent album i don't remember the name of it because i don't like it <laughs> and they're good artists and to be honest with you a lot of their stuff just gets pretty repetitive and that's that's what i found with quite a bit of rock and that's why it sort of comes in phases because mm-hmm. it, it, it gets repetitive to me sometimes um but that's why I do listen to like various artists like that. Like I listen to Star Set, but I also listen to like again like the Doom track. There's some Tool. There's some Fit for a King. The Avenged Sevenfold, which all make like different ty- types of stuff. Um, oh yeah, Avenged Sevenfold. I remember listening to them as well, like back in high school. I kind of love Avenged Sevenfold. Didn't make the list, but I do love. Yeah, them. didn't make, didn't make the list either. Yeah, so Transmissions is fucking great, and one of my favorite aspects of this album in particular, and to be honest is 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 part of the reason why uh i love music scores so much now is that on the on the ends of a, a good handful of the tracks in the album like the song like ends and then it goes into like this movie score type just part of the song it's just a, like a movie score just randomly at the not randomly because it fits the the vibe of the of the song but like it's it's like gorgeous. I'm like this is a fucking rock out or uh, rock group rock band, and then it's just this gorgeous sp- sort of spacey themed movie score on some Hans Zimmer shit like it's Interstellar, and I'm like God damn, <laughs> this is it's fucking beautiful. And it's something I really wish they carried through on their on their uh, other albums. Uh, there's a couple of times where they do, but it's not not as much as they did on this album, and that kind of sucks <laughs> but yeah this 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 album even though even though the um my sort of rock phase i guess does come through uh in waves uh this album is one that i can just listen to whenever so it's the only rock song or rock album on the list so cool so so my my next one is you know, I'm just gonna get out of the way. It is another Kanye album, and it's "Yay, <laughs> Yay" by Kanye West. Yeah. But no, like I really like this album a lot. Um, Wasn't that relatively recent? 
or something? It, it was like 20, 2018, 2019. Okay. Yeah. Before so, the Nazi stuff. Yeah. But was it after the, it was the slave's fault stuff? <laughs> I think, I think it was after the slavery was a choice thing. Oh yeah. Slavery was, that's what it was. Yeah. But dude, like, <laughs> dude, fucking Kanye just need, dude, he just has a really bad thing of like explaining himself but like i don't know man i don't think there's well, any explaining that i'm no because he because he because i think he later on explains like what that quote meant basically he was saying like you shouldn't trap yourself like in a box and like by i mean then I, I don't really know the entire context of like that line don't dig yourself a hole just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just talking about the album. I'm just talking about, you know, maybe whatever. don't defend Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just, I, I don't know. This is what uh, this is what I was hearing, but yeah, let me continue on with the album. Um, the album is very short, and it's like you know, the replay value is like at, at a, it's like at a hundred for me. Uh, so when it comes to like you know, yay, like that's this is before like you know he goes like. You know, like entirely, like I, I think this is like before he devotes his life to like you know Christianity, and like this is the last album before he starts like before he stops uh, cursing, I believe, because I know he doesn't. I don't, I don't believe he curses on Jesus as King. Yeah, I don't think he curses all, anymore. I think he yeah, started yeah, again. Yeah. He doesn't curse anymore. Like in like in just terms of like the albums, um, I don't think he does it in Jesus King, but he definitely doesn't do it in Donda. Yeah, because I remember. <laughs> I remember Logic. Yeah, Logic trying to get the spotlight on um, his Young Sinatra Volume 1 or whatever uh, so he could get it on streaming services. And he had to go through Kanye because it's a Kanye sample. And he said no because he's cursing on the track. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fucking clown behavior, bro. Bro, I I don't know. But, um, But I think, like... The one thing I do like about Kanye, like me, like Kanye is a musical genius, and you definitely see like more, like more of his gospel like uh, stuff shine throughout this album, and um, and, like also like you know just the 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 features on this album are like really good, and they complement the songs very well, and so you know I think my favorite songs on the on the album are violent crimes um yikes all mine oh yeah the, the, you know they're all like you know really really good and and i, I thought like because uh, i i liked Ye so much i thought i was gonna like jesus is king because you know like jesus he's pretty short and you know it has like you know like eight or nine tracks but like I did not really like Jesus King that much. Like it's just not. It was like gospel, right? It's like it's it's like gospel, but it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's like like mostly gospel, and like you know, like for for Donda, it's like split up in half. It's like you know, it's like half gospel songs, but it's also like half like you know hip hop and trap or whatever. But even then, the gospel songs are like a lot better on Donna Donna than they are on Jesus King. And like the most like you know rappy like song on Jesus King is "Follow God." Like "Follow God" has like you know like a really great hip hop sample, and then it's just he just starts coming in with the with the bars, and but that's that's like the 
only highlight of that of that track for me but on to ye like yeah like mm. everything fit everything like fits is in terms of like you know the lyrics uh the beats and like the features are, are really really great and it's definitely like my top five kanye albums just because like yeah you know it is short it is very easy to listen to but it's just like it just it's definitely like more of a comfort thing for me as well yeah my next one is when we fall asleep where do we go by billy eilish yeah, i forgot you're a billy eilish fan <laughs> why you gotta say it like that I'm just saying, I just forgot that you were a Billy Eilish fan. <laughs> Why you gotta say it like that? I'm just saying, you are one of the very, like, you are the very few friends that loves Billy Eilish. So I'm saying, I forgot you were a Billy Eilish fan because there's not really, not many of my friends listen to Billy Eilish like that. That's crazy. But th- th- this album really came uh, as a surprise to me. I got to it late. Uh, the album came out in like 2019 or something like that. Um, and I wasn't familiar with Billie Eilish at all. Literally, I heard the because that was a meme for a while. And, um, you know, she was getting uh, more and more popular. And I was like, who the fuck? Who? Who? Who is this? <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm like asking my friends. I'm like, what? What? What is what's because I, I sometimes I do that. Like with when Olivia Rodrigo was popping off. Like, I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> it's just like everyone's talking about her or everyone's like playing her music and shit or everyone's blah 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 and i just i want to know and they were like uh she and they explain oh it's like it's like alt pop and they told me specifically that bad guy does not really reflect her music because that's it it was it was a sort of a departure ish for her and and that she's actually because the doo-doo-doo got annoying because it was a meme and it was played all the fucking time. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll give her a listen eventually. And I kept forgetting. And then one day I need, I go to do the dishes. I'm like, if I get, I'll, I'll listen to this album while I'm doing the dishes. And that shit's fucking gas. <laughs> I was like, where did this come from? Holy shit. It. I'm like every song. I'm just like, God damn, this fucking this is going crazy. The production from her brother Phineas is immaculate. Uh, her singing is obviously gorgeous, and I think each song brings its own flavor and its own vibe and its own style. That I think this again for me is like just there's no skips for me on this album. There really isn't, unless except the intro. Well, that's not a song it's just it's an intro um has a great outro it sort of like plays the album in reverse sort of thing uh one of my favorite songs is i love you and i wish you were gay it was like more because of like the title i'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> but the, the song's actually really good it really cool and um yeah gosh is a damn good artist her other albums are all right too i guess <laughs> hmm Dope, dope. Um, my next one is um, Cozy Tapes Volume Two by ASAP Mob. This like, oh my god, bro! This this album is just a it's just a vibe, dude. It's like it's one of the reasons why like uh the Incredible Tree Story so much. Like where um, I mean, of course, like the story 
it's just very simple. It's like people who are like in detention or like it's just kind of like the, like the last day of school. And, you know, it's like, um, you, you hear like the principal on the, um, like the, you know, for the announcements or whatever. And it's just, it's, it's very, it's, but every song is just, just a vibe. Um, like I know, like my, some of my favorite songs is like, um, Perry Avenue or yeah, yeah. Perry Ave with, uh, Jane Smith. Jay Smith is like it's he he goes he goes hard on that uh, on that track. Um, what else is another favorite on that? Oh, um, please shut up, blowing minds with Chief Keef. But also, like I think I think this is also just like overall the the album is like, you know very consistent, and the replay value is also at a hundred for me. Like even like with you know like with with, with the skits, uh, but I feel, yeah, I feel like no song like ever really gets like dull um everyone has like pretty solid verses i don't think like whenever i listen to the um album i'm just like man that's like that's just a fire i mean or or, like like that that track wasn't like that good or like i don't like that verse or whatever like I, i i really do think it's like super super consistent like from beginning to end and yeah it's it's like it's really good and ASAP Mob is that like ASAP Rocky? Is it's it's like it's like yeah, it's like ASAP Rocky, ASAP Nast, ASAP Twelve, ASAP Ferg, like you know all the like all some of the people that they because I know like they uh there's also like a, a newer person that they that they signed. It was like Smoky Margella on the album. Um, yeah, it's it's like literally like all the ASAP people. Onto like you know the song and like they also uh they had one before that which is like you know cozy tapes volume one friends which you know like, that's really good but i think volume two just like hits the nail around the head for me well it sounds like i'd hate it i mean yeah i mean i don't know, maybe nah i'm just being the, extreme the the, the 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 production is i think it's pretty solid i think i'll just continue to be a hater it's always the best to be a hater. That's what I've learned. Right. To just go I'm on Twitter and just shit on things. I'm a hater before I am human. Words to live by. Uh, my next one is Glory Sound Prep by John Billion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is sure. his uh, most recent album, which is turning five years old this year. <laughs> I've been paid five years. This is last album five years ago. Oh, okay. Um, but this album, it took me a while to really fully digest it. And it's like, I I liked it initially, but I was like, I liked it, but it's not as good as his other albums or whatever. Um, but it, it, it took me a while to really understand what it's doing musically because John Bellion as such, especially now has such layered production like there's so much going on that because like when the album came out a a majority of the criticism was like it's just like a bunch of sounds like it's trying to do too much uh and i just completely disagree now um i didn't really agree back then either but like i like i really 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 appreciate what this album is doing sonically i think it's absolutely brilliant which has 
not the best, but one of the best outros I've ever heard on the album, Moz Joint with Quincy Jones. Oh, yeah, that, that's like, that's an incredible. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like a song like written for his mom because his mom is like taking care of his grandmother who like has like Alzheimer's and shit. It's sad. And then it gets, and then it goes into this like fucking orchestra fucking horns and shit and it's sort of like a celebration of life it's fucking beautiful man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you got like and then and then you got complete opposite end of the, of the spectrum adult swim yeah adult swim goes crazy insane like, with like with chris sabbath bro oh my god that was insane like john bellion is one of the best rappers who's not a rapper <laughs> For sure, like he's he was he was going crazy on that track, and then probably the most popular song on this album is "Stupid Deep." Yeah, "Stupid Deep." I really, I think my favorite song off the album is "The Internet." Really? Either, yeah, it's "The Internet." Either that or um, "Couples Retreat." Really? Yeah, those are probably the two more experimental ones. <laughs> yeah, because like, well, because like the internet, like it's it's super catchy. Like it it's, is. It's, it's super catchy and like it also like like the like, like the message like comes through like loud and clear. Yeah. And with couples retreat, like I really do like the production on that one as well, and also the chorus is like really good. I love me. cautionary tales. Cautionary tales is pretty good too. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite. I think my favorite's Adult Swim, but a close second would be Blue. Mm, yeah, that, Adult Swim is like top three for me. Yeah, that shit's just Blue's just pretty. In conversations with my wife, I remember it came out. People said it was repetitive, and there was like, like I feel it. He released that single, and I was like, "This is repetitive." But then it was sort of the same as this album. It really, it's just kept growing on me and growing on me. And now it's, I listen to it all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, something about his 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 production and his writing and his singing. Like I swear, like like because he's a writer, producer, singer, etc. And every time he like does a song and gives it to another artist, but for whatever reason, like the demo leaks or something, it's always better. It's all, like it's not mixed and mastered, so it's like it's not like the production's better, but like his singing is just something about his voice, man. <laughs> it's always just it's just better. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Glory Sound Prep is definitely uh, it's up there. It does. Let's see my my next one. I forgot I put a third one on here, but another con. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm about to I'm about to go with Playboy Cardi's subtitled album. I thought you were yeah. gonna say whole lot of red. I, I was I got scared for a no, second. No, 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 it's not a whole lot of red. Whole lot of red does not compare to whole red subtitled. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, it, it 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 is a lot of meh. That shit there. was so funny to me when it came out. It was so fucking think- funny. I know, like, it's like funny because like yeah, the the album was like severely hated on, and like, and like like of course you know people you know how people are you know they like the they're, they're trolls and they'll be like oh yeah this album's mid and it's like bro like it literally just came out like what are you talking about and so like for the past like from like December twenty twenty to like you know twenty twenty one. Like you know, a few months into 2021, people were hating on that album like heavily, and then like people switch like had the fattest switch up ever, and they're like, yeah, like a whole lot of Red's a masterpiece, 
but also like it became like a meme for that reason. Yeah. But like Playboy Cardi, like in himself, like has like probably the worst security I've seen when it comes to like a rapper because like all this shit gets leaked. So like this album was like stupidly long as hell, but like all the shit that like you heard was like from like like years ago. But self-titled by Playboy Cardi, it's another album that should it's just a vibe all the way through. Like you know, it's I think it's like Playboy Cardi at its best along with like Die Lit, but. Yeah, I feel like just like the songs are like you know they're, they're very they're just they're very chill. The production is pretty solid. Um, Playboy Cardi is actually coherent. You can actually hear what he's saying. Um, in, in like you know, in, in regards to like you know like a whole lot of red or whatever. But yeah, like it's it's definitely my favorite Cardi album, and it's like I said, it's Cardi at its best. Cool. I, I wish I could relate yeah, to some yeah, of these. Yeah, 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 no, I know, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't because I don't listen to that hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to urban music. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't listen to that mumble rap. I don't. I listen to real, <laughs> real rappers like NF. <laughs> <laughs> NF. I mean, NF is like I don't he's, know, I he's saw, fine. Yeah, he's fine. I saw him in concert, and I'm like, dude, like the songs are actually going hard right now. I don't know if it's because like I had a speaker in my ear. Like, it's definitely that. Like, I like <laughs> NF, but his songs are all so samey. Yeah, they're, they're very, very repetitive. Yeah, if you hear one NF song, you've heard them all pretty much. Which sucks to say because he's he's clearly talented, but is what it is. Uh, my next one is no pressure. By logic, yeah. yeah. Had to put it on here, man. Had to put it on here, it, which is uh, something I didn't think would happen. Like I was really because, especially after because no pressure is logic's uh, a sequel to under pressure, I guess, and it, it was his quote unquote retirement album, and came out the year after probably his worst year musically <laughs> to a lot of people at least. Uh, after Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, easily his least popular album, and Supermarket, which is I really like, but um, you know, a lot of people hate. So the public opinion of Logic was very low, lower than it already was, which was already very low. <laughs> it was not a good time. So he announces his retirement, and with that, no pressure. And it was like, this is the last chance essentially for a lot of people it was already too late but even for me because because i felt pretty burnt by confessions of a dangerous mind i was like this is not (laughs) this is not it um so when no pressure was coming out i was like this is like make or break but at the time he was retiring so i guess it didn't really matter i guess but i wasn't expecting for it to be one of my favorite albums or in my opinion to be in arguably his best album Especially after we got like like as as much as I do like YS4 and Bobby Tarantino too, and even everybody to a certain extent, like it 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 does not reach the heights that Under Pressure and The Incredible Juice Story and and Welcome to Forever did. So the bar wasn't it wasn't low, but it wasn't really high either. And so for him to come out with again arguably his best album was 
the the wave of relief I felt. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God, he's it's it's actually good, and it's really good. It's it's him, in my opinion, at his peak, and he, and and pretty much since then, other than Bobby Tarantino three, which was a, he he's admitted was just to get out of his deal with Def Jam. Every album has been at at the right. at the very least decent. Yeah, for sure. Like Vinyl Days was great in my opinion. It was it was a little hit or miss, but overall good. Uh Doc D, <laughs> Planetary Destruction, the production, the lyricism wasn't all that there, but the production was fucking insane. Uh College Park in my opinion is the best album he's put out since No Pressure and is incredibly replayable. So like Bro's kind of in his bag now. <laughs> yeah. Like those three half breed tracks, those were great. And then and then like you know he dropped that like that surprise single the the, the other the, oh, the other the day. Other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that was but good. Yeah, I definitely agree with like um I mean, I I'm already like over it. Like I feel like the the, the one thing I could could compare um, how the internet perceives logic is like how people view the MCU at the moment. It's like it's very like like like, like some people just I, I I hate to sound like you know corny and like when I say this, but people like truly just don't like understand how like you know what like what, what things happen and like how some of these things like work. Um, because you know like like logic gets clowned on like all the time, like whether if it's like for his music or like for whether like you know because of his like because of his skin. But like, you know, when, when 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 people are like, you know, talking about oh yeah, like you know, Logic hasn't released anything great since like Under Pressure, and I'm just like, yeah, you truly just don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going to entertain this any further. So they, they, yeah, yeah, they're like, just jumping on the hate train. Yeah, yeah definitely jumping jumping on the hate train because like because like it, what's funny is that like when College Park dropped, some people were like. Oh man, but like you know, like the song, because you know, like self medication kind of like became like 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 a, like a meme. People are like, Seth MacFarlane's good, but he's on a Logic song, and people just get and people who say that they get like roasted. And it, it yeah, it's, like a, it's gotten a, better since No Pressure. Yeah, it's very like it's very refreshing, and like I even saw something the other, the other day where people were like, "Man, like you know, like I haven't listened to Logic in years, but like I have to probably have to get on this now." And yeah, some people were like, yeah, like you know, like like Logic has like been like you know consistent like you know recently. And I remember like some some guy was like saying like yeah like because he released like the song like he released like Juice Two or whatever. Yeah. And someone was like, oh man, like this is just very boring and very repetitive. And then like someone said something about Logic about how like Logic is like one of the most inconsistent rappers. And my brother, Logic has been consistent for like years. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it, he's not inconsistent. He just had a bad run. Yeah, for yeah, like two yeah. albums, really. Yeah, he had a really bad run. Because think about like, it, he dropped YS One, which was great. YS Two, which a lot of people still think is his best. Uh, YS Three, which is one of my favorites. Under Pressure, which a lot of people think is his best. The Incredible True Story, which is a lot of people's favorites and a lot of people think is his best. Bobby Tarantino 1, which at the time, no one really disliked. People only only come back to it in like hindsight and be like, oh, it's not that good. Um, then, everybody came out. And that was... Yeah. That shot him into the mainstream. And when you're mainstream, no matter how good it is, you're going to get shit on. <laughs> and unfortunately... Yeah. 
in my opinion, it's not a bad album. It's probably one of his best produced albums, but it, it has its issues. Um, but it's not it's not a bad album by any means. I saw some mm. motherfucker on Twitter say, "Oh, this is such an All Lives Matter album." Like what? <laughs> Did you what listen to this shit? It, it, it's it's definitely like 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 an album to where like he couldn't capitalize on his idea like fully. Yeah, and because of that, like yeah, you know, like you said, when you're mainstream, people are gonna show you no matter what, and then like it doesn't help that like I mean like I mean, of course you know it's a good song with a good message. But it doesn't help that like most people know Logic because of one eight hundred, yeah. and that became like a really big like meme it, in like, it, the it, worst ways possible. It's a double edged sword, and it's bittersweet because yeah, that song. I mean, you see it on fucking memes all the time. As annoying as they are, oh, this song makes me want to kill myself. First of all, fuck you. That's just <laughs> weird and, and really insensitive. And, but like, also that song has legitimately helped people and legitimately saved lives yeah so like regardless like it's it's better that the song is there than it isn't because it has saved lives so as much as it sort of hurt his career it saved lives so here we are <laughs> yeah i know and, uh-huh. then, and, then, and, then, and then like you know you have like you, you know like young sinatra four which is like and I, I feel like i mean to me like it's okay like and to me i really liked it but for a yeah, lot of people so. because it was ys4 people expected a bit more of that young sinatra sound and it was there for some of it but yeah a lot of it but in in my opinion the young sinatra tapes have never been just uh, a boom bap beat mm-hmm. and logic doing his thing on it it's always been a pretty good mix of stuff and i think i think people just were looking for the nostalgic factor on that album and they didn't really get it not to say that like everybody dies like we always talk about how it's just the return but worse <laughs> Uh, but I think like iconic, I fucking love. It's one of my favorites. Legacy, in my opinion, is like top five Logic songs. But then there's some ones that like are like one and done, like Street Dreams too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it it. So I understand why it's more mixed. But in my opinion, I really like it. Um, and then Bobby Tarantino too. In my opinion, one of his most uh, replayable out, uh, projects. So. Yeah, 2017 with everybody where he a little bit of a misstep, but but boosted him into popularity. He had BT, BT2 and YS4, which the YS4 was like for the fans. And then BT2 was like for the mainstream, essentially, because you had Every Day, which was another radio song, which people like to shit on. But again, it's, it's his worst. And this it, this isn't just logic. This is for most artists their worst or their most unpopular songs critically are their most popular songs yeah commercially so it it's the shit is always, is always backwards so you have that in 2018 and then in 2019 really fell off the deep end <laughs> with confessions it in my opinion not his worst album but commercially certainly his worst received album yeah, and, and like also, like it was another idea he couldn't fully capitalize on, which like he's explained in like interviews where like he couldn't get samples cleared, so he had to like you know part of the reason like, why he retired. Yeah, he, you know he couldn't get he couldn't get all that shit cleared, so he had to like rewrite like you know the, some of the songs, and it just I mean like some songs are like you know they're okay, but overall the project is just not 
that good. Yeah. And I, I saw some people like over exaggerate. It's like it's like when people say like Love and Thunder is like the worst superhero movie of all time. I, I see people saying Confessions is like the worst album of the decade. Calm down. <laughs> like yeah. if you think that's the worst album of the decade, you need to listen to more music. <laughs> Or maybe, sure. you're, or maybe you're lucky. You're you're lucky that you think that's the worst album of the decade. That <laughs> you haven't heard worse than that. But so, like 2019, there's Confessions, and then there's the Supermarket, which was just different for him, and uh, just whatever. And then the comeback of the fucking century <laughs> in 2020 with no pressure, because yeah, like people like to say he's inconsistent, but he had an incredible string of albums, and then you had eh, pretty good. Eh, bad, bad, and then really good, and then good, good, good. <laughs> after that, so he just had like an uh, an eh era. He he's never really been inconsistent. Yeah, and then like in in like like Logic has like said himself like yeah like he just wanted to try something new because like he wasn't trying to like make you know the the next incredible true story like over and over, and it's like you know because like you know he's he's not hungry anymore. Like, you know, he doesn't really have to try his best. Yeah. But, you know, like that, that, that just comes like, you know, with, with you as like, a, as like a rapper, like people are always going to want like the same thing over and over. And like, you know, I'm, I'm glad that like Logic wanted to change his sound on his own terms. Yeah. Like, but like, you know, unfortunately it backfired on him because, you know, like it's funny because like everybody was I supposed to be like, you know, like, like with like, with, it's supposed to be like, like, like an album of like, you know, self growth and like how you're, you know, like how, how you want to be perceived as a person and like how you're supposed to like, you know, better your mental health and like Logic's mental health, like completely just got decimated over the, because like, of that album, yeah. the, the, those are the years. So it's very, it, it, it sucks well, but i'm glad that like logic is doing better mentally than he's ever been so yeah well what also sucks is everybody has sort of aged well yeah really in, in a bad way because <laughs> because the stuff he's talking about there politically like is was more is more relevant in the past like two years than it was back in 2017 mm-hmm. so that sucks because at the time people were like man this is really preachy and now it's just like, damn, this is kind of this is this it hits a little different. Or maybe people hate it because he took shots at Kanye. I'll say what well, Kanye won't wake the fuck up and give people what they want. Man, it's all love, but the youth is confused. Your music is twenty twenty, but then political views—it's blurred. Yeah, like I think he was doing his thing on that album, and like really, my only issue with with that album is like you said, like the concept wasn't fully realized, and also he was talking on some on some tracks with uh, that that annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> can't believe he wasted the take it back beat like that shit's wild yeah but anyway to get back to no pressure that was a tangent uh, <laughs> no pressure was fucking incredible like the only skip quote-unquote is the last track which is again is a good one of those things where it's not even a, a real track so does it count probably not but it it's it feels because it was his quote-unquote retirement album it has such a triumphant feel to it and it was it was such it was so brilliantly done because it's obviously a sequel to Under Pressure, but it's also like Under Pressure was the beginning and No Pressure is the end, and it really feels mm-hmm. like that, and it comes across like you you feel and you hear those tones, those notes of Under Pressure, but it's still very much modern logic, and he's I, he's doing his thing. Yeah, 
I, I, I do feel like you hear that like on a, of course you know Soul Food too, but I think like with that triumphant and like like that that triumphant modern logic comes through is like Amen, because mm-hmm. like you know you, you have like you know the the beautiful like piano going through, and it's like you know it's basically just like yeah you know I, I I've made it in a way, and then like he says like. You know salutations at the end and it's just like you know the long ass track on like you know obediently yours but yeah i definitely hear that um i never really i mean i'm glad that you actually described no pressure as being like triumphant because you know like, I, I do feel like no pre- i always like just of course you know like everyone else i consider no pressure to be like a return to form yeah. of in a good way for logic but um but yeah like just the the replay value and no pressure is insane and like just some of the uh, some of just the bars on like fucking no pressure are like fucking insane i think like yeah the, the shit on like soul food 2 and gp4 yeah open mic really, really open mic and aquarius 3 i still love the backstory of like aquarius 3 or like the 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 the, the like uh coincidence of aquarius 3 with like with like him with the track and his son yeah it's, it's, it's so cool to me. One of my favorites um, is Dad Bod. Dad Bod is really good. And I also, I think Five Hooks is like a standout to me. Yeah, Five Hooks is so good. It, it, it's it's a, absolutely incredible. I'm like God before Lucifer fell. I raised hell. Like, dude. Dude, that, that man. That man's <laughs> hand was molten lava that day bro, right now. Bro, bro, like, it's like he doesn't have anything to prove, but he had something to prove. <laughs> Exactly. It's like I, I, I know, like logic always has been like, yeah, you know, I don't give a fuck what people think, and then he always continues to prove him wrong in some way. Yeah. And like so. m- more recently, he's been more truly clear than he ever really has been. Because yeah, like you said, he's always been like, I don't give a fuck what people say. But more recently, he's 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 like, now I because now because I like ever since he had his kid, he's like, all I give a shit is like if my kid is good. He's like, so now I really don't give a shit what people say, but admittedly, and he's actually like said it, like there is, there's always something there that like, that there's that one comment that I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> right. So like, he's been, he's been a lot more transparent and, and truly truthful because a lot of his fan base is even like, we know you give a shit what people say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even like Eminem, like we clearly give a shit, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like A to Z is like a great concept that he did differently that people called corny. <laughs> Heard him say is such a beautiful track too. The no pressure intro, like he didn't have to go so hard on an intro. Like what I was know, he right? doing? I also like love how like you know before no pressure release, you know you had the no pressure like for you know, for the the freestyle, and I love how like all of those lines were like into one song but also scattered out throughout the songs on yeah. the album that shit is fucking crazy yeah that was great dude really like dude really fucking did that like i i think like logic like got diagnosed with arthritis after writing no pressure because dude that man's hands were fucking burning literally that shit was in- insane produce the tracks for the underground like harriet dude like god damn oh man but like yeah 
and part of the like part of the problem people have with logic and it's so fucking unfounded it's like the whole biracial thing yeah i remember i still i i need to find that guy again that guy needs to do like an updated track thing but like i remember back then when people were like yeah you know all logic talks about him being biracial and like someone took like all of his like songs and his discography and like analyzed every line and he said that like yeah like he's only said that like six percent out of like a hundred of his songs yeah he doesn't he doesn't uh talk about it that often and when he does it's always either super quick or the whole song is dedicated to it which a lot of people would have issue with but it's such a Mm -hmm. small part of his discography and people always point to interviews but in the interviews he's always getting asked about it he's not just being like hey by the way i'm biracial it's always like so you're a biracial rapper and he's like well yes i am my dad's black my mom's white (laughs) it's always he's always being asked about it and at this point like with all the memes and shit like i just i just saw one on tiktok with like two hundred thousand likes and he's like he has like an n-word card he was like he's like logic using this to for the hundred millionth time to prove his black his like his like 0.2 percent blackness whatever the fuck um but it's like at this point people talk about his him being biracial more than he does exactly it's it's like this it's like it's not even a cycle it's just like this this thing that the internet keeps talking about so like it perpetuates this thing that's not even real mm-hmm. uh, and then and, and then there's the thing going around that he's not even half black he's only a quarter black just because his dad is kind of light-skinned which 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 must means that which must mean that his dad's mixed which means logic can't be half black <laughs> Yeah, we have people are like trying to be like these biology majors, and like it proves that like they never even took it, or like they just failed tremendously at biology and like shit. Like people, like people do not know how genes work. Yeah, or people saying it's just an excuse to say the n word, and it's like he went 90 percent of his career actively not saying it, mm-hmm. only in like only in like context and. Now he doesn't care, and he's just he's just saying it because he can, and people yeah. get so pissy about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, it's 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 just insane. He's just as black as Drake. <laughs> he's just as black as J Cole, legitimately. Yeah. And he's even acknowledged it. Like he knows he's white passing. He knows he has privileges that other black people don't have, but that doesn't make him not black. <laughs> and I saw some people like, oh, yeah, like like well. Logic just gives the vibes that he didn't like uh fuck what was it he like he didn't grow up like cultured or whatever and it's like it's it's like people are just like purposefully ignorant at that point <laughs> if you don't know about like logic's upbringing and then there's like sites like rap tv and like world star that are like trying to like do like gotcha journalism it's like logic won't give his dad money despite and luckily those people are because again it has been getting better like those people are like getting ratioed like his dad was like terrible towards him and shit like that and so so yeah it's better but it's still fucking annoying yeah but it is what it is I guess <laughs> this turned into the, the logic show yeah it really did <laughs> it's just frustrating because, like last thing because more people listen to logic than people like to let on He's in the top 500 most streamed on Spotify. Like he's he's over a lot of people, a lot of what are considered mainstream artists. Yet he's more streamed than them. He he has like I think it was like the eighth most streamed rap album of 2023 so far. 
Like, these aren't small numbers. People listen to him. They just don't like to admit they listen to him because they think they'll get clowned on. Because logic gets clowned on. And and, and not to and not to mention, like, logic is one of and not the very few people in the rap game who's able to get Wu Tang on their songs. He's yep, very, he got he's, the entirety of Wu Tang on one track. He's very respected in like in the community with, with like rappers. Yep. Like so like people can say like all they want, but like he does have like people's respect. So Yeah, which he's said like that's really all that matters. Like Eminem fucks with him. He's like, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do right? do I really need like like validation from people on the internet when Eminem fucks with me? <laughs> When J. Cole fucks with me? When the entirety of Wu-Tang fucks with me? When one of the members of Wu-Tang said in an interview that Logic is an honorary member of the Wu-Tang Clan? <laughs> like, do, like, do you really need validation at that point? I think you're good. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so what's your next one? My, my next one is um, What Could Possibly Go Wrong by Dominic Fike. Okay. Um, I think Dominic Fike is definitely like, like recently. Well, yeah, like ever since he released that album, he's he's became one of my favorite artists. Um, I think this also was one of the like best. Um, I don't, don't want to say best, but I'd say it's like I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. It was it was like a perfectly timed album, like for for me, because. Mm-hmm. You know, it came. It came out during the pandemic. Uh, I think it was. I, think it I remember you tried to put me onto him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because I mean, like, like in, in in like a way, like I feel like you would like him because I do like him. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah, because like it, it's kind of like a John Bellion situation. I mean, because I mean, even though like his discography isn't that huge, but like it's like one of the things where it's like, you know, he, he hasn't really made like a tremendously bad song. But yeah, you know, like yeah, because so it came out twenty twenty, and like it was it was so good because like you know, I feel like like yeah, the the, uh, the album has insane replay value. But I love like you know his voice, and and the, the production is really good, and like it really flows like you know with what he's trying to do, and and like with Dominic Fike, you know, he's like you know he does like he's like alternative like rap and stuff like that, so. Um, it, it it has shown on his other project, which uh, is called "Don't Forget Me" demos in twenty eighteen. But like, I think it's just it, it gets amplified in this one a lot more. Um, the, you know, the, there's like some like you know slower, sad tracks, and then you have like the the the, you know, the moments of like hip hop, and then you have like the the you know the, the poppy you know songs. You know, some of my favorite songs are um, "Double Negative." That, 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 that that's like really really good it's like really like i think that's like summer in its entirety or something like that like it, it just it really brings out like summer vibes um cancel me is really good that's like one of his like hits um va- vampire was a hit for sure uh politics and violence you know yeah that's really good and recently i mean he yeah he was in the across spider-verse he had a song yep. in across spider-verse so that, that was really good uh, can't wait for his album for sure. But yeah, Dominic Fike is like one of my Super favorite. Super light skin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he he's he's had a uh, his fair share of people not believing he's black as well. But is he still dating the trans girl? 
Uh, Hunter Schaefer? Yeah. I, I think so. I'm not entirely sure. Nice. That's it. Yeah, he's good. So my next one was The Incredible True Story, but we went through that. Um, and my last one, my favorite album of all time is The Human Condition by John oh, Bellion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Holy I shit. I agree. Um, I think this is like the epitome of like John Bellion like as an artist truly really it's the case for most of his albums but I think in this one in particular no two songs sound the same every song is just a different style a different vibe he's just doing something different <laughs> um, yeah uh, I think it released in like 2016 and I think it's just such a brilliant it's sort of like the incredible true story in that way where it's like it's 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 such a great showcase of what he can do as an artist and because like the it's it starts off with he's not solely a rapper as much as like google like to label him as american rapper um he starts off the album with sort of a rap style song and then he goes into 80s films with it's like in like a sort of alternative 80s ballad which is insane and then he goes into all time low which is probably his most mainstream song uh and then new york soul part two which is again a rap song uh and then fashion which is just such a like super like alternative like like speaking on the fashion not really the fashion world but like sort of like the fashion world um fucking might be gold but that shit's still a chain Mm. come on <laughs> like that shit goes crazy and then maybe i don't know which is which is again more poppy woke the fuck up which is again uh a bit more mainstream overwhelming which is such a feel-good song it's so good weight of the world which is a which is like like to go from overwhelming to weight of the world like that song the production is so good because like the something about i can't even pinpoint what it is but it sounds like there's a weight on the song <laughs> i don't know how else to describe it but it's like it's it, it's so fucking good black keys does this thing on that shit um fucking the, uh f- fucking a hand of god bro i'm getting there the good in me <laughs> which is like it's it, oh, the good in me it, it, it's so good morning in america which is i think is the only song in the album that's not solely written by john bellion um overwhelming which, is really good yeah morning in america he's talking about it it's very morning america is very concept driven um i robot is another like sad one but again it's one of those things where it's like it's sad but i can still listen to it that's just still <laughs> it's so good guillotine in my opinion is the song i start most people off on if i'm gonna recommend them i'm like listen to guillotine because it's not his most mainstream it's it's more alternative but there's like level of funk the fucking baseline in guillotine is insane and then and the lyricism's still there and then hand of god is the best outro i've ever heard on the album of like period <laughs> he does like he does his own thing in the first part of the song and then it it transitions into the second part of like this gospel and as someone who doesn't fucking like gospel like it, it he 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 has this gospel choir he he meshes like the choruses or sections of most of the songs on the album and brilliantly just weaves them into this one section <laughs> oh it's it's so fucking brilliant <laughs> it's so good like 
I can't get over that shit, man. It's so good. Yeah. I remember like when I, when I was getting into John Bell and you were like, yeah, I put yeah, you I on. Think, yeah. Yeah. You did. You did. Remember you were like, I think you would like the human condition the most. And I'm like, Hmm, I don't know. We'll see. And I fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, cause, dude, cause, because, you know, like, j- just like you said, like, you know, like there's every song on the album just sounds completely different and they're all having their own, their own sounds with, and, for also like to the public you know publicly like yeah this album was like it boosted him like more into like you know like the the public eye a little bit more because you know i whenever i hear people talk about john bellion like which is like kind of like rare yeah it's all it's always like oh yeah my favorite album is the human condition or it's like yeah like i started listening to john Bellion like around like the The human Human condition Condition. so it's like despite it being his (laughs) it's like his first album like, out of two technically yeah, album. yeah. so it, it's, it's just it's like yeah it's, it's crazy but yeah like yeah john billings too too fucking good bro as much as he likes to say it in uh whichever fucking song it was i never want to be famous stop calling me underrated i think it was um i'm still pushing the same shit i'm trying to is that adult swim yeah it is yeah, adult swim so. yeah, um, it is adult swim he's underrated <laughs> like, he, he just is man and like like i completely respect the fact that he never wants to be famous because i wouldn't want to be famous fucking either he's still underrated man i try to put as much people as i can onto this man because he's such a, a brilliant brilliant artist he, he's he is like not the sole producer but one of the main producers and like it's he it's such he has such a great style and it's like once you know his style you fucking can hear it every anywhere in like because because again like i said before he's a writer producer uh singer songwriter he's produced for people like jason derulo written for rihanna fucking justin bieber maroon five yeah dude halsey selena gomez miley cyrus and that's just off the top of my head. Obviously, executive produced and wrote um, uh, the Jonas Brothers' most recent album. And it's so... Once you know his style, it's so fucking clear that it's a John Bellion song. And, the, like, there's those, like, two songs on Justin Bieber's album where it just sounds like he's doing a, a John Bellion impression. Yeah. I think I think the, I think the like, most prominent song you can hear that on is, like, Holy... Yeah, Holy, right. and there's another one that I can't remember the name of because I'm not trying to listen to Justin Bieber. But <laughs> yeah, and it's like why listen to Justin know, Bieber's Holy when I can listen to the demo version that John Bellion does? Right. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah you're right. <laughs> oh, is is that it for you? Basically, okay. It's like gushing about John Bellion, <laughs> the best artist of our of this generation. I don't give a fuck. For sure, he doesn't have a bad John, song. John 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 Billion is carrying the rap game, even though he's not a rapper. Postpartum um, depression, not of the like. Oh, why release this shit, man? Release it. That's such a good fucking verse. What are you doing, John? And it's like ah, in Glory Sound Prep, it's like it's basically. I feel like it's basically a a goodbye album because like on on I think it's conversations with my wife. He's just like fuck what does he say right they'll say that i fell off but it's all right i'm so ready to run from the spotlight so like essentially like yeah this is my last album because like i'm 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 not releasing any music they'll say that i fell off but i'm ready to run from the spotlight anyway so it's fuck it's fine so it's like i'm like 
I get it. I understand. And he said in a recent interview that he's like, he doesn't he doesn't have plans to release any fucking solo music. But he also said, like, he's like, never say never. <laughs> it's like, John, please. Like, imagine a solo rap album from him. Yeah, I need that. Expeditiously. It's ridiculous. Anyway, you can go on. Yeah, this is my last one, too. It is, uh, uh, shit, I can't speak. I was about to stutter. It's a Siamese Dream by the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh my god, like, it's crazy on how, how, like, the Smashing Pumpkins are, like, they're, they're, they're just such a great band, dude. And, like, it's kind of like this one thing of, like, it kind of reminds me of, of, like, the, like, you know, the, the logic thing. Um, you know how Logic has like you know a, like, a line of great project, yeah. Because because you know like Logic has this line of like you know really great projects, and then like you know they have like kind of like an eh era, and then like you know they have like some like you know you know like I guess like some like other projects. That's kind of the case with the Smashing Pumpkins. So you have like you know you have um Gish. Which is, you know, of course, you know their their first album, and it's it's really solid. Then you have Siamese Dream, in which, in my opinion, is their best album. They had Melancholy and the in the um the, the the Infinite Sadness, which people say is like, which people which people think that it's their peak. It's their like it's like their magnum opus. Um, which I like Melancholy, but I think it's a little bit too long for me. So like, I can understand why people think it's great. Adore. Adore can be, it can kind of be kind of like everybody, but like I feel like it, it, it like aged really, really well. Um, Adore is like definitely their most like experimental when it comes to like, you know, their sound. Cause you know, like Smash Pumpkins, you know, it's like, you know, of course, you know, they have guitars and everything and they're kind of moving away from the guitars and more so into like, you know, just like the melodies. And it wasn't received all that well critically, but like I said, it aged pretty well and then and then you have like machina machina one which is like the ending of like the og lineup and it's it was kind of like a, i wouldn't say a, i wouldn't say like a return to form but like it was a lot better re- received than adore um and then you have like their other projects which like you know some people it's kind of like it, it depends on who you ask and like some are good some are bad and recently like they're like some of their projects are kind of bad from, from like the fan base really from what i see yeah um so like they recently released an album called it's um a tomb which is kind of like it's it's like a it's a rock opera in three acts and people are like it's kind of like it's kind of divisive but most people are oh i want to say yeah it's like kind well, see, of see avenge avenge sevenfold they're i want to say their most recent like i want to say two albums haven't been the best received but in avenged sevenfold's case <laughs> it's more like, it's more the they got woke <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. yeah it, it's it's one of the things with smash pumpkins it's like it all really depends on who you ask um but i know some project like just the like the anything before like you know 2000 i know like there's some other ones i think like there's one album called zelgaiest um, I heard people think that's a, that's like fine. Then you have like monuments of an elegy, which is a, which I heard it's not that good. But like you know, it, it, like I said, it all depends on who you ask. And this is what I, from what I see on like you know Reddit and like other websites and stuff like that. But on to Siamese Dream, um, I think it's like 
it's it's really good because like you know while you have like you know your you know you you, you have like the hard hitting like instruments you know you have like the, the the guitars from um Billy Billy Corgan and James E Hobby you also have a great bass from um uh the the RC Red the RC um and then you have um great great drums from Jimmy Chamberlain who is like one of the best drummers um in my opinion and then like thinking about like you know uh billy corgan is that like you know his his lyrics are always like you know they're they're the it's like you know he can either go soft or he can either like just have like some of the like just the hardest like lyrics ever but but like it, it's still like you know a bit very unique and it's aged very very well um my favorite songs are um quiet uh cherub rock hummer and like you know that that's also like a song where like most of their hits came from like um you know today's on that album and like today is like you know they're yeah one of their greatest hits hummer's really good you know rock they have like rock it's overall like it's an album to where it for me like the repay value is insane but also like it has really great production and like billy corgan like pretty much composed like most of like the music and like billy corgan and like he's like actually just he's like a musical genius so accompany that with like you know the the uh the accompaniment of the the instruments it's just really really well done but yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I can't really. I I, I still like I still like listen to Siamese Dream every, every once in a while. But it is definitely like like one of my favorite. I I would say probably like at the moment my top three favorite rock albums for sure. That's I I really didn't know that they had like unpopular albums. Yeah. So because like my dad loves Smashing Pumpkins, mm-hmm. so I haven't heard him talk bad about yeah. him. So. <laughs> Yeah, because like yeah, I'm, I'm cause not really like, in the loop with that shit though, so I mean, I guess what mm-hmm. would I know? And I know like you know, unfortunately, like like also like Billy Corgan like has like um, a history of like not being able to fully capitalize on like um, his vision with mm-hmm. projects because like Machina One, like there, there's like a whole there's like yeah, the, Machina One was like this like whole thing, and of course like it wasn't like. Um, fully able to be fleshed out because you know like they had like people leaving the band and stuff like that and then like i know um what you call it there there was like this like um like anthology or like this like this conceptual album like release that um billy corgan was trying to do uh, i forgot the name but it has like some it has like actually you know, let, let, let me look it up but um it's yeah like they 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 have some pretty um popular albums and i know like in 2020 they released this this album called like a sire like or like you know cyr and yeah that wasn't received pretty well but like a tomb so far is very it's kind of like divisive but like it's still like received pretty well like from critics but I know, like, I've only listened to, like, Steps in Time on that album, and that's, like, really, really good. But, yeah, like, yeah, they, they do have, like, some, you know... Some, but a tomb is, like... A tomb is, like, 
it, I mean, I can only really call it divisive in my eyes. Yeah, so it's, it's like, not like yeah. completely like because you saying it's like sire is like not well received, but a tomb is more mixed. Yeah, it's definitely more more mixed. Let, yeah, let, let me let me like look this up because I cannot. So and I forgot what the album was initially. What was the favorite one? Well, my, my favorite one yeah. is called um, Siamese Dream. Okay. And then, you know, like, they have, like, you know, some, like, other albums, like, that that contain, like, you know, B-sides. Like, uh, one of them's called, like, uh, Pisces, like, Iscariot, which, like, has, like, B-sides of uh, Siamese Dream. And then you have, like, Airplanes, Fly High, which has, like, you know, some B-sides of, like, other songs. And, like, you know, you have, like, you know, their greatest hits and stuff like that. But, yeah, you know, it... But, like, I... I, I but it's uh, one of the things with, like, the Smashing Pumpkins... To where like they have like their highs like definitely outweigh like you know their lows. Yeah, it, yeah, like you know the OG lineup of course is considered the best to like many, and like yeah, you know you know like, that's where their hits were, and that's where they were like the most consistent. So that's uh that was your last one. Yeah, that was my last one. All right. Well, that was uh, our favorite albums did you watch anything this week we both watched asteroid City. yeah i really it, really liked it I, I i liked it but i can definitely see where people why people didn't and you're you know, also like, not you're not versed in west anderson yeah, the yeah, west yeah, anderson yeah, yeah. language yeah that's what i was saying like it's one of the things where it's like had, had i watched more west anderson movies i can fully grasp his style but I definitely understand why some people didn't like it. Um, it definitely goes like in very different directions, and the story isn't all the way there um, fully. But I can understand. Like it, it definitely. See, but I feel like a lot the... of his movies are like that. I think that's just like a mm-hmm. Wes Anderson thing. Yeah, but I definitely think it, it, it's it's like it's 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 like how can i say it? it's like containing a ball that's like expanding like you know yeah. you, you know you, you, like you have the ball which is like you know of course you know like like the, the, the plot and then it goes and like expanding it's like you know it's going different ways but you can finally get it back to like a pretty decent size which is like you know you understanding where you know where like where it goes to and i think that's i mean, i think i can grasp what he was trying to say in yeah. Asteroid City in the third I wasn't, act. I wasn't expect, expecting the play aspect. Yeah. Yeah. I would, the cast was great. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting Brian Cranston. <laughs> the, yeah, what, the, Brian what was Cranston. that random scene of Brian Cranston? Like, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those scenes where it's like, you can tell that like this is trying like this is like kind of like you know meta commentary yeah but and it's also like in wes anderson fact like i texted you like wes anderson his move there's so much going on and they everything moves so quick in wes anderson movies that they need you need to rewatch it yeah yeah or just time to digest it but like also rewatching it um there's other there's not not all of his movies are like that like bottle rocket uh rushmore isn't like that it's 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 a lot more of his more, more recent stuff. The French the French Dispatch though, which is his most recent one, other than Asteroid City one, wasn't like that because there were three separate stories in one film, mm-hmm. three separate stories in one film. So it's not like they even interconnect. Um, so it was a lot more digestible there. But yeah, like the like Grand Budapest Hotel, 
the Royal Tenenbaums, Asteroid City. I think those are movies that benefit from rewatching it. Uh, but in my opinion, he's released 11 films, and I think this is top five for him. Oh, really? Yeah. Doesn't make it in my top three, but it's top five. Fair. All we know, all I know is that Fantastic Mr. Fox is number one, so. I don't know about that. Bro. But, but you know what? I but, but you know what? Since you're the biggest Wes Anderson fan I know, I have to now watch more of his movies. Yeah, man. Because I know, like, you know, I know everyone raves about the uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Well, you know what's interesting about Wes Anderson is that as much as, like, people... And, like, there's, like, the sort of, like, trend going on, like, the Wes Anderson trend, making shit look like Wes Anderson. He's not... Yeah, he's not a fan of it. No, 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 no. He's huh. he's not, like, a James Cameron or a Tarantino where, like, every single movie is, like, a cultural... Like, he's he's very... Because he's such a stylized director. He's a, he's a love him or hate him kind of director. Yeah. Not... Because you'll never... Like, other than, like, Fantastic Mr. Fox and it because... Cause it's animation and, and stop motion, so it's more more accessible. Um, his live action stuff, other with the exception of like Grand Budapest Hotel, uh, is a lot more love it or hate it because For it's sure. it's very stylized and his his storytelling is always like weird. So, but yeah, I think yeah, you should definitely get on some Wes Anderson shit. Um, yeah, I was I was talking to a friend today, and he said that like um, you know, his favorite is of course film. You know, his favorites are Fantastic Mr. Fox, The Grand Budapest Hotel, and Moonrise Kingdom. And he says that, like, you know, he thinks that uh, Moonrise Kingdom is pretty underrated. Yeah, and you'll, you'll always find that, too, with, like, Wes Anderson's, uh, like, people's, like, lists. They're all over the place. You'll you'll mm-hmm. never, there's not, like, a standard, like, oh, this is such, like, a cold take, like, list. Other than Grand Budapest Hotel and Fantastic Mr. Fox being, like, the top ones. Everything yeah. else is like it could be anywhere on the list because, like you said, like Moonrise Kingdom for him was like top three or whatever. For me, that's last. <laughs> oh, okay. I I, 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 I thought you liked it, but you really like. Well, I do. Like I do. I like it enough. Mm. But yeah, like Rushmore for me is top three. Yeah, but I've seen other yeah, people okay. put that last. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it, it it's always interesting for his his films. Okay, you know, hopefully, whenever I have the the courage to <laughs> finally turn on my tv and go to hbo max or whatever oh yeah, you know, it's max now um you know just or on any streaming service i will watch a wes anderson movie because i know well i know fantastic mr fox and i think isle of dogs are on disney, disney plus. plus yeah yeah so you know side note because we're talking about music have you heard attention by doja cat Nah, I don't. I don't like listening to Doja Cat. Neither do time. I. She was going crazy on oh, her. Oh, well, yeah, isn't the one? Isn't the one where she's like? That's the one she's like rapping, down, rapping. Yeah, she's like, why we walking down the street? Yeah, trying to be like him. Yeah, I was like, where the fuck was this? She was going crazy. Anyway, she was getting clowned on it for Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, some some people were like, uh, "Arms League Mom Spaghetti" as a song, <laughs> bruh. It's and wild how the lyricism is just like because we're all the lyrical miracle spirit for me because like I clowned on Mumble Rap for the longest time, admittedly, but like at this He's point, years, bro. At this point, it's like it's like because the because the thing that carries that for in, in my opinion is production, 
And it's like when people when when people are criti- critical of it, it's like, oh, well, you can't even hear what they're saying or it's not there's no substance to it. People are like, well, it sounds good. And it's like, OK, well, fair enough. If it sounds good, then it sounds good. You're going to listen to it. Then I fucking get it. Personally, I want something more. But at the same time, people are like, ooh, like if people like oh, it, it, people just rap fast, but they're they're not saying anything. It's like, but I like that. I, it sounds good. <laughs> it's the same shit. It's just mm-hmm. different things. It's like, oh, well, they're not saying anything. Like, oh, they're just mumbling. It's like, okay, well, it sounds good. Oh, well, there's they're just rapping fast, but they're not saying anything. Okay, well, it sounds good. <laughs> so it's like, it's it's the it's, it's, it's the same shit. If you think it sounds good, it's just, it's fucking music. It's subjective. Who gives a fuck? Like, <laughs> it's it's whatever. But it's at the show. <laughs> That is a show. All right. Well, thank you for everyone for listening to Adventures Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Adventures on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E-N-E-R-S. All one word. It's the fucking title of the show. Just at that. Uh, if you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at it's in a underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? At Torn Guy on Instagram. Awesome. We also, we also have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. This will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link to your in addition link you may be interested in. You can also review the show in app on Apple Podcasts. If you leave five stars in the review, it would really help us out. Thank you again for listening to Adventures Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later.